Ooh, welcome into the world with G right here on ESPN 105 on the Zone ESPN Chattanooga.com and the TuneIn app. You could have been anywhere in the airwaves, but you're here with me, and I appreciate that. Yes, sir. Welcome in hour number two. Rocking and rolling with you right here live and local on ESPN 105.1 The Zone. Don't forget the TuneIn app. Download it for free. Take us on the go wherever your day may take you. Search ESPN 105.1 The Zone. Follow all of our content up on ESPNChattanooga.com. And you can follow me up on Twitter, Instagram, all social media platforms at G underscore ESPN 105.1. Again, at G underscore ESPN 105.1. Joining us now on a Feel Good Friday as he does every single Friday, Power 94's finest, former Fox Sports Knoxville stalwart, Malcolm Harris. What's, What's up, Mig? What's up, G? How are you doing, sir? Better now that you're here. It's good to be here, man. Feel good Friday, the draft yesterday. It's like Christmas, man. I'm feeling great. I feel good. Feeling good. Feeling good like I should. Like I should. Na 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 neighborhood. Top five. Man. I don't know the rest of that Top song. Top five was amazing. I uh, I'm really excited. feeling blessed. Never stressed. I'm feeling great, man. So am I. I'm feeling really good. You today. should. You should. No, we, you said you walked we were in the talking. studio and said I should feel like listen, crap, and you listen, feel so bad listen, for me right now. I do feel bad for this man because Aaron Rodgers is gone. Let's just talk He's about it. He's not going anywhere. He's gone. I don't know why okay. you would leave a situation before like this. before before we get into this because okay. I, I feel like this is going to be a, a big time it discussion. Is. This is gonna be a big time show man let's go and let's let's do something funny here okay. first okay it's not really funny okay but i had an idea okay before we get to jerry who's online one and we're gonna get to you jerry in big just jerry, a moment big jerry sit tight he's got a question about the draft and we will answer it for him okay. in a minute cool but i have an alexa device and <laughs> i was i asked her something and she's like hey enable the sat word of the day skill so i was like oh i like to enhance my vocabulary okay so what we're going to do, I'm going to try to do this every single show. Before I leave my apartment, I'm going to ask Alexa, give me the SAT word of the day, and I'm going to try to incorporate it somewhere within the show. I'm going to give it to you during the show, and you you can call me out and, and hold me to it if I if I do or do not work it into the conversation Okay. at some point. <laughs> I will definitely hold you on that. I'm thinking we both, What the one today is not a crazy one. It's aspiration. Okay. Oh, no, as, is it aspiration? Yeah, no, that's it. Aspiration. I think it was aspiration. Oh, I can definitely use that in a sentence for sure. Inspiring aspiration. I think it was aspiration. So we're going to do that. And if any listeners would like to chime in and give us a word of the day to try to work into the conversation at some point, (laughs) funny or intelligent or whatever you want us to do, we will try to work it in somewhere. Just a good way to kind of get interactive with us at underscore Malcolm Harris uh, for Miggy on Twitter. And again, at G underscore ESPN 1051. I love it. I love it. Give us a word of the day if... You so choose funny, intelligent, any of those things. Aspiration is our word of the day for today. Let's go to Jerry on line one. Jerry, thanks for being patient. What's on your mind, my friend? Yeah, I heard y'all say a while ago somebody was questioning the uh, the draft of Alex Leatherwood. Yes. And I was just curious, uh, what, what was – is there something – different I thought he played pretty good for Alabama as did I I did not I did not mind the pick uh Mickey was the one questioning the pick so go ahead Mick tell us tell us about it it's it's not so much a question because I know he did play well but it was a reach to me in the first round I think you could have went with a skill player I like Kadarius Tony I think that he is going to have a Tyreek Hill type of effect and but I that's like the thing that the Raiders play. didn't need Kadarius I know they Tony. don't need it but it is nice to have and in trenches you win I get it but Let's just be you gotta real. protect protect Derek Carr. Why? 
Because if he's not upright, he's not hitting anybody. Derek Carr's <laughs> not going to hit anybody regardless. Yes, he is. Derek Carr is underrated, dude. If you give him time, he is good. And you've got Darren Waller, the bowler out there. You just drafted Henry Ruggs. I guess. I don't man. think they need another. I don't think they need Kadarius Tony. Listen, if it makes sense, I understand. I just don't know why you've reached for Alex when I feel like he could have been there round two. But of course, you've got to protect your investments in the back end. I get it. I get it. Well, that's all I was wanting to know why. Because you know, you know, well, I agree with you. You can't keep the quarterback upright. Then uh, what's good having all the weapons? Exactly. I'm just a flashy guy, Jerry. Yeah, okay. I'm hang on. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Jerry. Thanks, Appreciate the phone call, man. Thanks for the question. That's exactly why I am curious as to why the Bengals did what they did. I get Jamar Chase, Joe Burrow. I love the the pairing. And, you know, before we get into the Aaron Rodgers thing, and we will get there, but I, I wrote these down because I'm watching the draft with my guy Chase yesterday, and we're like, holy crap, look at all these these team, these former college teammates getting paired up in the NFL now. It's, it's there wild. was... Five instances last night in which teammates got paired up. You've got Jacksonville with Trevor Lawrence and Travis Etienne. I love that. I was going to say, that was on my like list. Like that. I love that. They, they uh, Urban Meyer already came out and said Etienne's going to be our, like, our third down back. Jay, they got James Robinson there as well, who's a good young stud running back. Yes, he is. So that's going to be a nice pair there. Two-headed monster with Trevor Lawrence. It'll help him out from an offensive standpoint. Burrow and Chase, we talked about. How about Tua and Waddle? That, to me, is a sleeper pick. I love Jalen Waddle. I've been on the record saying this. Waddle was the best receiver in that Alabama room last year before he got If right. I had a sounder that said overrated, that's what I would play right now. For Devontae Smith, yeah. No, for, for Jalen Waddle. Are you serious? He's going to be Henry Ruggs 2.0. No, no. They are literally the same size. He runs a little bit slower than, than Henry Ruggs. His route running ability. They are the like, same player. They are both... Overrated. Y'all pray for my man, G. Ain't Overrated. The Ain't best wide wrong. receiver in the draft was Jamar Chase. Fact or fiction? Fact. 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 Unless you're counting Kyle Pitts, then he was the best. Yeah, I mean, I, I, Kyle Pitts is a pass catcher. He, he's not a tight yeah, end. He's, he's an not a receiver. That's an athlete. Yeah. So you had two in Waddle in, in Miami. And I actually mm-hmm. like the selection of Waddle in Miami. I had that on the list along with Jalen Phillips because they didn't need a they didn't need Jalen Waddle to come in here and be a number one receiver like they wanted Henry Ruggs to come in here and be a number one wide receiver. Right. In 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 Las Vegas. They just need him to come in and fit in because they've got Fuller mm-hmm. and they've got Devontae Parker to be the two big threats. And then you just let Waddle take the top off the defense. You let him, you know, return kicks and punts and do whatever he wants to do from the slot and just, you know, he's incredible with the with the ball in his hands. Miami is nice. But he's not Tyreek Hill. Let's slow our roll on. I think the league Jaylen is Waddle. just so obsessed about Tyreek Hill because we haven't seen somebody from a, 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 a positional standpoint. He is what we thought Percy was going to be. Yeah. You yeah, know? for sure. And that's the comparison I made with Waddle and, and maybe Henry Ruggs was that he's a little like maybe Percy Harvin instead of instead of um, Tyreek Hill. Yeah. We'll see. A couple other ones. Jerry Judy and Patrick Sertain. Can I tell you something? Former Alabama teammates. That is the worst pick in the top ten in my Patrick office. Sertain. Absolutely, dude. His dad was nice. That's good bloodline. That's his dad. Hey, he got to earn his own check. That's fine. He was good at Alabama. He was good. He wasn't great. That's fine. He's got an opportunity to be great in the national. I football do not league. think he will be. good. Vic Fangio is a big time defensive coach. I think he's going to be a really good asset out there in, mm-hmm. in Denver. We're going to have to see. Hopefully I'm wrong, man. I never wish bad on anybody. But. Philadelphia, talking about quarterback and uh, wide receiver. A lot of Alabama connections in this one. 
Hertz and Devonta Smith. Good, good for them. Philly finally getting their wide receiver. Uh, it couldn't happen to a better individual. Seriously, Devonta Smith. I talked about him just now. I do think he's overrated. However, uh, he he will be an impact player for Philly. If it were a normal year, there's no way he would have won the Heisman. But Absolutely. it was a short year. Yeah. A lot of quarterbacks. Nobody really differentiated themselves. Fields didn't play a full season. Mac Jones, I know, was really good, but then Kyle Trask is kind of in the mix, and Zach Wilson, Trevor Lawrence, yeah, and he missed games because of COVID. Like it just, it was like the perfect storm for Devonta Smith to win a Heisman. Let's go to the phone lines. How about that? Four two three six four eight one zero five one. What say you? Welcome into the show. Hey, James, what's up? Hey, not much, man. How are you? I'm good. Uh, The word of the day: aspiration. Right? Aspiration. Is that the technical term for when, like, a when your butt sweats? <laughs> that 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 is the technical term for when you got swamp ass. Yeah. Okay. All right. Go ahead. Thanks, G. Appreciate Thank you. <laughs> wow, what a good call. That was that was amazing. That was my favorite call we've ever gotten. Um, looking at this, we we still on the draft, correct? Mm-hmm. Top five, top five. How did you feel overall? I mean, are are, are we looking at all potential booms? Is there a bust in this top five? What do you what do you see when you're looking at this top five? Like, when I look at the top five, mm-hmm. let me see. Let me pull it up here. I had it somewhere. There it is. Our top five. Let's see. Lawrence, Wilson, Lance, Pitts, Jamar Chase. Well, my aspiration for the Bengals, <laughs> you knew, was for them to go get Penny Sewell. So... I was a little disappointed in that, but I don't think Jamar Chase is going to be a bust. And I love that the 49ers, as I mentioned last hour, they didn't go with the safe pick of Mac Jones, who would have been just kind of that prototypical quarterback, white dude, just you know the stand-up tall passer who's not as athletic as some of the other guys. Trey Lance, to me, has a higher ceiling, much more of a wild card. You have Jimmy G, who you've already proven when he's healthy you can win with, so I like the pick. I actually love the pick of Trey Lance. My big-time question, which we'll never know, Meg, is what your Falcons would have done if, if they would have taken Mac Jones and Trey Lance was on the board. Would they, would they have been enticed? Would they have gone with Trey Lance? I think they would have. And a lot of Falcons faithful don't want to hear that, but they definitely would have went with Trey Lance. Apparently, San Francisco gave out psychological examinations to all the QBs, Mm -hmm. and Trey Lance was head and shoulders above the rest of the field in terms of that psychological evaluation. So that, to me, is why they moved up from 12-3 to to go grab him. And all, again, Greg Lauren and uh, Malcolm Harris, a.k.a. Miggy, here with you on a Feel Good Friday. And um, one thing that that I thought was interesting, that uh, the Patriots got their guy, and you got a mini Bill Belichick now on your hands. He is that for fifteen. They walk the same exact way. You saw that? Oh, my mom was like, "I don't like the way he walks." <laughs> it is funny because, like, when I saw him walking, I was like, <laughs> "That looks like a Patriots quarterback." I mean, that is a Pat's QB. That is I a Pat's mean, QB. He is. He's gonna light it up, man. He's got some weapons around him. I think Cam's gonna start off the season, but that's Max's job, and we all know it at this. What point. weapons does he have around him? Hunter Henry, Janu. Okay, he's got a couple of tight ends. That's all he needs. Man. I don't like the I don't like the wide receivers that they brought in. I think they could have gotten better better name recognition there. You don't like Nelson Aguilar? No, dude, he stinks. I, no, he does not he stink. Oakland Nelson Aguilar stinks. is not that deal. Uh, no, 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 no. Yeah, I mean the Philly Nelson Aguilar was no good. Oh, Nelson garbage. Aguilar was like he was garbage in 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 Las Vegas. Was very up and down. He was more up and down, bro. Hmm. And dude, I don't know. Maybe it was just because whenever I picked him up on a bye week in fantasy, he did nothing. He did nothing. Now you're like, yeah, I'm like this dude's uh, thing. He's off. That's I've how, seen him have good weeks. 
But then, of course, when I need him to have a good week, he he literally disappears. I feel like uh, Lavisca Chenault down in Jacksonville. Yeah, but he's a killer. But we'll see. He could be, especially with Trevor Lawrence now. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, no, but I, I liked everything that happened in the top five. Top five. Um, you know, I got to talk about it real quick. Kyle Pitts is going to be a difference maker, man. When you pair him with Calvin Ridley, do not think Julio will be traded. Uh, of course, day two need a running back today for sure, because that is a big question mark. You got Mike Davis. Yeah. Okay, well, I guess let's do this. Okay. When we return, okay, we are going to ask Miggy, the resident Falcon fan, yeah. what the Falcons need most in the coming rounds of the draft. We'll give you their draft picks, where they sit for days two and three. Heading into the weekend, there's four days, right? Because it could go until Sunday? It goes until Sunday. Okay, so it we got four days Sunday. of the draft. It's a long, long process. Wait. With the draft. It might be rounds two and three, and then four, three. I don't know. Let's look at the coming back. <laughs> yeah, we'll look at We'll that. look it up. I don't know. I have aspirations <laughs> that we'll figure this out. We have aspirations. We have aspirations that we'll figure all of this out. You're yet to use the word, so you have to oh, no, I, work I'm it in the next it. I'm gonna come with it. 25 to 30 minutes. <laughs> we'll be right back here on The Word with G on ESPN 105.1 The Zone. Back here on The Word with G27 past the hour of 1 o'clock. We're rocking and rolling with you until 2. Feel free to get your calls in, 423-648-1051. Again, 423-648-1051. We've got a uh, a word of the day. Did you see it? From your boy, Che. <laughs> Did he say La Boy? Is that what he said? Shout out to Che LaBoy. Hey, Power 94, one half, of course. Hope you listen to Che. What's up? What is the what is the the actual definition so of LaBoy? La that Boy? of LaBoy is a Twitter page that is a toxic person that is always posting these relationship and just bad advice. And Che is is bad advice, Che. You're a bad advice giver, sir. No, I'm playing. Seriously. Love you. Hope you're listening. And uh, let's get ready for tonight, Friday, 7 to 2. A.M., my man, Shay, Miggy in the building, of course, C.B.Z. All right, there's a, uh, there are a couple of, uh, out of the Tagalong dictionary, meanings, definitions of LaBoy. Let's hear it. Free to graze anywhere, animals. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that is inaccurate. Here's a noun version of it. Okay. Flabby parts of the body. Oh. <laughs> so, uh. Shay knows about those. <laughs> but he has aspirations to have abs. So do we all. Don't we all? Did you hear that? I did. That was good. Come on now. That was good. Come on now. Work Don't play with me. Don't we play all with have me. those aspirations. <laughs> A little harder than than most to uh, to get those, to reach our, our goals oh, man. on that one. Thank you, Che, Love for, uh, for that. And um, I got Chase Green. We were talking about Julio Jones to the Packers potentially. He said, no Julio for you. He'd much prefer a premier city like Nashville. Titans? Yeah. yeah, I would love to make that trade. Go ahead and give up Jeffrey Simmons, and I'll uh, actually help Pat Julio's things. What would you uh, What would you want from the Packers? From the Packers? To make that trade. Honestly, Aaron Jones in a first-round pick. <laughs> Come on, man. You R- can have Jordan Love in a first-round R- pick. No. Uh, yeah, then you get your quarterback. You get your quarterback. You took. Would you make that trade? Absolutely, freaking lutely I'd make that trade. Jordan I'd, Love I'd, in I'd a first-round pick. I'd pack Jordan Love's stuff right now. 
sign the paperwork. I will. Sign I wish paper- I could. <laughs> Again, that goes back to the conversation with Aaron Rodgers about how they have one foot in the future and one foot in the present. And I would love to just see them go both feet in the present and say, let's effing go get it for A-Rodge because he's done so much for our organization, so much for our city. Let's give it back to him for the next three years. I don't care if we stink for the next five years after he leaves. Let's do everything we can possibly do to help get him back to the Super Bowl because you've seen when they don't give him all the help, they're still just this far away. Yeah. They're very close. They're extremely So close. close. It's like it's so torturing as a Packer fan because you are so close you know they're never going to go that extra inch or that extra mile to put themselves over the top to be in that position to really go get a Super Bowl and go all in like the Bucs did. Now, I know the Bucs went out and got you know offensive weapons and Gronk and Fournette and right. Brown, but they had that defense already a Bruin. They were solidifying that defense for yeah. years. Years. I'm saying about three seasons. So before. people, so what people, when people are telling me that they they give Aaron Rodgers no help, I don't believe them because they're trying to help build that defense up so he can just do what he does offensively because he can make well water wine out of water. He can. He can. Aaron Rodgers is one of the most dynamic throwers of the football we've ever seen in the National Football League. It's been solidified. It's been done. You have to support him. I'm saying I know Devontae Adams, he was technically not drafted in the first round. They've never drafted a receiver in the first round. You know he's only thrown a handful of touchdown passes to first round receivers? Really? And it was two it was a tight end. The only first round pick he's ever thrown a touchdown to is Mercedes Lewis. Wow. A washed Mercedes Lewis. Oh, big that. dog is all right. Big dog is all right. He's a leader, man. He might not be able to produce a lot on the field, but he's a leader off, off the field. Of it, that's all they that resigned him, and they were talking about how, I mean, he mentioned big dog whenever he possibly could on the Pat McAfee show on Aaron Rodgers Tuesdays this past year. And they <laughs> loved that, man. And they resigned him. They did something good for Aaron. They brought back Mercedes Lewis when he was very curious as if they were going to do that. And generally in the past, they haven't brought back coaches that he likes. They haven't brought back players that he likes. They brought in Aaron Jones. They brought back Aaron Jones yes. when they, everybody thought he was going to be gone. I thought Aaron Jones was gone. Me too. I thought he was gone. Me too. And I thought they were going to, they weren't going to bring back Mercedes Lewis because, again, like you just mentioned, he's not a contributor on the field, but people, everybody loves him in the locker room. Yeah. So they say, all right, cool. Aaron loves this guy. Let's bring him back. He must be valuable. So they have done things to help him. I don't understand why people think he is so disgruntled to the point that he's not going to play football anymore. He doesn't want to return to Green Bay. He just wants guaranteed money. Not that he doesn't have enough already, but he is a football player in the contracts. The, the contract that he's currently under guarantees him no money for the rest of his time in Green Bay. Mm. If he gets hurt, he makes, they can just cut him and he makes no money. So my thought is he just wants a guaranteed contract extension that says, hey, look, we are committed to you and we, are go- we want you to be our future. Now they've said it, they need to go out there and prove that they want that, and I think all will be forgiven and forgotten, and we'll be talking, we'll be laughing about this. Let's see it, because as of what Adam Schefter and these insiders <sighs> are saying, yep. it's a done deal. No, Get me it, out of Green Bay. See, Carson Palmer's that's the, when he that's was in the thing. That's the thing, is that uh, you, you, you put too much stock in, in all of these guys who just report misinformation left, right, and center. Let's go to the phone lines, 423-648-1051. Welcome into the program. What's up? Yeah, I know. I think that the, uh, the the Fields pick was a good uh, pick for the for my Bears. But do you think that they may have given up a little bit too much capital? I mean, they gave up a fourth round uh, this this year yep. and a first and a fourth next year. You know, to go get your franchise quarterback, I don't believe that it was too much. And I think Ryan Pace and Matt Nagy needed to do whatever they needed to do to go get a guy. If they looked into the future and said, "Look." 
our quarterback of the future is not going to be in 2022. Let's give up that first round pick and let's go get Justin Fields, a guy who was in any other draft, probably would have been the one or two best quarterback in the draft. Let's go get that guy now at 11, outside the top 10. That's exactly what they did. They needed to make this move. He will be playing over Andy Dalton at some point this year because you're not going to draft him and not play him with Matt Nagy and Brian Pace on the hot seat. I made this comparison yesterday, Mig, that you know the heater seaters in the car? Mm-hmm. You got three levels. Mm-hmm. There's all the way on the third one oh, right now. Oh, absolutely, man. And looking back all the way uh, from... Yeah, there, yeah, there's no question that, that they are coaching and uh, you know picking for their careers. Yes. Because uh, if they fail, if uh, Justin Fields a bust, uh, they're gone. And listen, I mean, since 2005, what? Kyle Orton, Rex Grossman, Jay Cutler. I mean, Jay Cutler is your best quarterback that you've had since I've been alive. You know, so when I'm thinking Justin Fields, Justin Fields was the best pick last night at 11 value wise. You did not give up anything to solidify your quarterback of the future. Chicago is not known for quarterbacks. That's why I told you at the beginning of the show. I think the NFC North, if Aaron Rodgers does, in fact, lead the division, you have Kirk Cousins, Jared Goff. To me, Justin Fields will be the best quarterback in that division if there is no Aaron Rodgers, period. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I think I don't think that's too much of a stretch to say. I don't think Kirk Cousins is all that bad. When you look at Kirk Cousins, and you think of Kirk Cousins, just close your eyes for a second. Close your eyes. I'm closed. Envision. I was thinking about this on my drive in today. Okay. I was going to save this, but since we're on the cop topic anyway, come on now. You mentioned both of them. Yeah. You have Kirk Cousins on one side, mm-hmm. and you have Jay Cutler on the other. Yeah. Who, in your mind, when you envision both of them, is better? Jay Cutler. But is that the actual facts? Probably not. No, Kirk Cousins has had many better seasons than Jay Cutler. Yeah, that's the thing. Like when you think of those two guys, you think Jay Cutler is probably the better, more talented, better quarterback. Yeah. But at least Kirk Cousins has thrown for over four thousand yards in his career. Jay Cutler never. I don't did. think Jay Cutler ever did. He, he certainly did. did when he was with the Bears because the Bears have never had a four thousand yard passer, he, which is absolutely insane that's to me. Wild. That's where quarterbacks. I mean, according to that article that we did a few weeks ago, Jim McMahon said, "What quarterbacks go there to die." All right, so we'll see with Justin Fields. I think he, besides Trevor Lawrence, was the most ready for the moment of being an NFL starting quarterback. I really do. The only thing that concerns me, and look, like we've talked about, I like the pick for the Bears. I'm glad that they, you know, for them, not for me, but for for them that they made the pick of Fields and not Mac Jones would have just been so Bears if they traded up to get Mac Jones. Oh, my God. I mean, Chicago would have been Trubisky in flames. 2.0. Chicago would have been in flames last night for so, sure. My only thing is that, and I know this this is not fair to, to say this probably, but since w- when have we ever seen a good quarterback come from Ohio State? You're right. Never. They have. Missed. We went through the ent- I went through the entire list of of quarterbacks that came out of Ohio State in the National Football League. None of them have been anything. And you good. can't count Joe Burrow. That's LSU's boy. And he hasn't even been that good in the NFL just yet because he's gonna, he was hurt. He played half a year. You're right. You're right. Uh, I mean, a recent memory has not been good. For Any Ohio memory. State. Any memory. Yeah. I mean, I went all the way back to like the 50s. Nobody's been good that's come out of Ohio State as a quarterback. Nobody's been good in the NFL. Now, I'm not saying Justin Fields can't be the first one, but Cardell Jones. And I loved Cardell Jones coming out. That's the crazy Barrett. Thing. I love JT Barrett coming out. I even was a Dwayne Haskins believer. I, I was too because he put up great numbers at Ohio State. I thought he should have deserved more credit and, and should have got more consideration for the Heisman that, that year yeah. with the numbers that he put up. But again, just a boneheaded, you know, player and, and really just, you know, a guy who was immature and just not ready for he's, for the National Football not League. Ready for the National Football League. Yeah. I uh Justin Fields to me is different. And 
I hope so. Hopefully he will be, seriously. I mean, he's accurate. He has a great deep ball. And, and most importantly, I mean, he went head-to-head with Trevor. And I know football is a team sport. But he went head-to-head with Trevor, came back with bombs adversity, away. bombs away, lit it up. Lit it up. So I hope the best for Justin. I really do. I do want to get into the Falcons. and I promise we will get into the Falcons. Oh, I'm, I'm loving this. We're good. I have to ask one more question yes, before sir. we get to the Falcons. And I want to go more into the Titans. Anything. What do you think the chances are? What percentage would you give the chances of Urban Meyer and the Jacksonville Jaguars actually signing Tim Tebow? I give that a 10% chance. I think that's just definitely a media stunt. To me, at this moment in time, I don't want a washed-up Tim Tebow out there at tight end. Ooh, washed up? Have you seen that, Mans? I mean, I'm nobody He's to call somebody shape. I'm nobody to call somebody washed great up when shape. I'm down there at the Dunkin' Donuts getting a big and toasted every Friday. I'm nobody to Did you to get say that? that? Yeah, for sure. 100%. <laughs> However, however, there are plenty more options that you have right What's now. What's on the disposal. bacon toasted? Man, bacon, egg, cheese, cheddar, of course, two toasted buns. That's a free ad, by the way. I'm Ooh. so sorry. Yeah, bacon toasted. Sounds good. Dunkin' Donuts. Not as good as what I've seen uh, from um, from Wells coming in here with uh, from Mean Mode. Oh, the bacon, egg, and cheese. Oh, what he I had mean, going it, last it, week? It looked, it looked superb. Oh. Man. Had to oh. almost get one myself. So, but yeah, okay. I, I give ten percent stock in that. I think that's just a publicity stunt. However, I mean, if he can perform, absolutely. But what type of privilege is that that you can literally, hey, Urban, I'm in Florida, man. Can I can I get a tryout? Who can you ready say for this? What sixty five percent? I think it happens. Are you? Serious? I'm in on it. Why? Because he, Urban. If there's anybody who knows what value Tim Tebow has, it's Urban Meyer. You bring him onto a football team, and if he's really committed to just being a football player, a tight end, somebody that would help the team do whatever he could, the only guy he would go back and do that for is Urban Meyer. Loved that man, played for him in college. That's when he was at his best, when he was in Florida with Urban Meyer, winning national champions. Absolutely, 100%. So that's why I give it a 65%. Urban Meyer knows what this man brings to the field, and it's probably it's kind of like Mercedes Lewis. He brings more to off the field and in the locker room than he does on the field. That's why I think that there's a good chance that they'll end up signing Tim Tebow. Yeah. Okay. I'm in on it. I'm in on it. Uh, che Butler says, shout out to G and Ma- uh, Miggy. Y'all better tune in to ESPN 105.1 The Zone right now. Best sports talk in the land. Are we in Cleveland? <laughs> Wish we were last night because the draft was out there. It looked litty, man. I'm telling you. It, what, did, it, look it Although, did look amazing. It did look amazing. I don't know what the hell was up with Kings of Leon being the band. You know, before the moment that changes my life and my family's life forever, let's stop that. Kings of Leon, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, can you get Drake or Yeah, I would have liked to have Future, maybe. Future, yeah. Something that... The weekend again, even at the Super Bowl. Like they were good back when, like, in like 2010. It was like, hey, Trevor, what you want to hear before your moment? Uh, I'm, Love I'm somebody. <laughs> you are awful. You are awful. Yeah. Good stuff. We got great stuff here. Kings man. of Leon. The word with G. Before we go to break, I don't know if you feel this way, but we were talking about this last night when we were watching the draft. As the years go by, I just like Roger Goodell more and more. He's growing on me. And I right? It. I know. It feels dirty. I cannot stand it. It feels dirty because now he's like, I'm comfortable as the commish. He's like, I can. Hey, come on. Give it to me. Give me the booze. Yeah. I'm going to go I'm gonna bring my little recliner here. Yeah, it was I'm going to let fans sit in it. Really good. I'm going to make a pick in the recliner. I got the M&Ms to my right. I'm feeling good like I should. I like Roger Goodell, man. He's growing on me. It feels dirty, but I like it.
We'll talk more Falcons and what they need to do moving forward along with Titans with Miggy when we come back right here. It's G Mig on ESPN 105.1 The Zone. This is The Word with G. Hang tight. You know what they say, Mig? What they say? They say... What they say? Time flies when you're having fun. It does. Can't believe we only got 10 minutes That's left. ridiculous, honestly. It doesn't even feel like we've been in here. No, but I mean, we got you in a little early. We, we started the this hour a little late, so... It's all good. It's all good. If you want to jump in with us, have some fun here on a Feel Good Friday. We both use the word aspiration or aspire... Aspiration, right? Aspiration. I can't remember. It might not even be aspiration. I could. I got to write these things down. My memory is not very good it's when okay. it comes to those things. Like, I'm not very good at remembering people's names. You're not a names person? No. Like, you a I, birthday person? If I... Uh, if I care about you enough, nice. like if I'm talking to a female, I'm going to remember her birthday. Facts, facts. That's important. Like now some of my friends, I don't know your birthday, but you mean you're important to when me. When is your birthday? Jim? I don't know. Wells' birthday, December 15th. December 15th. I won't forget that. It's 10 I'm in, I'm in. Yes, it is. It's see mine is easy. I'm, I'm an eighties baby. You're an eighties. Technically. Baby. Yes. Okay. I'm By 16 baby. days. Really? Snuck 80, it in there. 89. Nine. Okay. Me and my brother were born on the same day, six years apart. Really? How about that? Is he older or younger? Younger. younger? So he was born in 90, what, six, five? Five. Five? Yeah. Okay. So I'm a year older than your brother. Mm-hmm. All right. I was born in August 6th. Okay. So five days before my best friend's birthday. Yeah. So now we know. 15th. Well, five days after my best friend's 15th birthday. 15th of December. August 6th. Yeah. Got it. Okay. One other thing that I wanted to bring up that uh, we were talking about off the air quickly before we get into the Falcons and uh, and the Titans a little bit more was something that made me angry watching the draft is like they just they were like we are by hell or by high water we are dragging this bleep out for oh four hours my goodness we are making this first round four hours long they could have been done with this bleep again I'm trying hard not to swear because I want to get into it but this is like the third time that I've almost cussed on the air today listen it's be- it's cuss worthy pick. I know. Pick Jacksonville. Why are you taking 10 minutes? We don't need 10 minutes to tell you you're going to take Trevor Lawrence. You're going with Trevor Lawrence. Jets, we don't need 10 minutes for you to tell us that you're going with, with, with Zach Wilson. The thing that gets me is like, hey, the pick is in. And then it takes five minutes for Roger Dale to get up to the stage. Oh like, let's, let's move go. it on. As much as I enjoy watching the NFL draft, I don't need here to, to sit here and hear Booger fill for, for 30 seconds to a minute on somebody he really doesn't know much about. Well, Trevor Lawrence, if he throws the ball and it catches, you know, in the receiver's hands, nine times out of ten, it's going to be a touchdown. Thank you, Booger McFarland. Trevor Lawrence is really good. You know, I was in the Boogmobile watching some of the for some of the games. Boog, you're not on the sidelines anymore. Yeah, I got it installed in the house, and I was moving around the <laughs> living room, and I just want to be able to watch him from different angles. You know, man, it, it, it's so bad. It's so bad. <laughs> I like Lewis Riddick a lot. I think Lewis Riddick really deserves to be a GM. He's so smart. He should have been the GM for the Atlanta Falcons, but that's so smart. Terry Fonda. Was not too bad. He's been yeah, all right no, so far. Terry, Terry's been. He, Once he fine. makes the trade to get Jordan Love and, and trade Julio Jones, would be all right. You oh, guys would be good. Man. All right, so let's go to the Falcons. Let's go. Greg Lauren, Malcolm Harris here with you for the next five minutes. If you'd like to jump in, 423-648-1051. The Falcons, they draft Kyle Pitts in round one. You love that. Yeah, I do. They have in round two and three on day two, they have pick 35. So you get to see the next pick very mm-hmm. soon here. And then they have pick 68. What would you like to see them do with rounds two and three? Rounds two, Asante Samuel Jr., please. And thank I just you. thought you wanted Ojalari. I do, but after looking at Asante, we need a cornerback in the worst yeah, way. Shut do. down corner. We have He got A.J. Terrell it. last year. Yeah, but he couldn't shut you down, Greg. That's, be that's, 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 that's saying a lot. I'm going to be real. I don't like A.J. Terrell, but – 
I think if you put them together, I think it's gonna. I'm not an easy cover. Alleviate. No, I know you're not. That's no disrespect to you. Right now that's, I am. That's right disrespect now I am. to AJ. Right now oh. I, am. I can't move around too well. Listen, I can't it's, run. it's okay. We're gonna get you checks bounce, but we bounce back. Woo. Give me Asante Samuel Jr. But also, I mean Aziz Ojolari. I mean pass rush master out of Georgia. Uh, I think there's going to be depth there, uh, but I, I really think Asante Samuel Jr. is going to be a difference maker. Good bloodlines. Oh, yeah. But apparently to, to you, that doesn't mean anything. <sighs> Listen, you got to make your check your own way. I just want to say that, but watching him, seeing that film at Florida State, man, he, he's about this action. You got a bunch of former you know, players, kids in this draft. J.C. Horn. J- I mean, J.C. With Joe Horn's Horn. kid. You're right, Sertan, Sertan, and then Asante Samuel, man. It's, yeah, uh, it's, it's crazy. It is, it is funny how that, that happened. For my Titans, though. You're not Not my Titans. For the Titans. The Titans. Listen, history has a great way of repeating itself. You took a wide receiver out of Ole Miss. Go get you another one. Elijah They're not Moore. Gonna, he's not going to be there. Elijah Moore is for the take. He's not going to be there. Find a way to go get him. He's not going to be there at 53. Find a you way know who to will go be there at 53? Him. Who? Harris Marshall. Okay. <laughs> okay, I recant my statement. Yeah, go get your Terrence Marshall if he's there. But seriously, Elijah Moore is a stud, uh, but you need a wide receiver, too, to pair with AJ. You certainly do. You certainly do. You took the defense in round one. Go with an offensive player with a wide receiver at number 53. I'm not. I can't project out. I don't know enough about these college football guys to, to to talk about pick 85. I don't know that far down. But if we're talking second round, pick 53. Go get you a wide receiver. Go get you another uh, playmaker because Ryan Tannehill needs another guy to throw to. I do want to see the Falcons taking an interior offensive lineman definitely in round three though. I'm looking at names. I don't know if they'll be there. Landon Dickerson from Alabama, as well as my guy Trey Smith, guard out of Tennessee. I think both of those players are going to be impact offensive linemen for whatever franchise they go to. So I want the Falcons to be smart here. Should be fun. Should be yes, fun. Sir. And uh, before we get up out of here, Wells, I guess, is not coming back, not going to give us his locks of the week, but Miggy's got some boosts. He's got some picks, so let's do it. Talk mediocre locks of the week. You better lock it up. You better lock it up. No, you lock it up. You lock it up. Lock it up. Lock it up. I play for money. My kids eat. I got stones enough to chase action. We can't run from who we are. Our destiny chooses us. It's time to run the gambling gamut on The Word with G for this week's Mediocre Locks of the Week. There it is, Miggy. You are a resident degenerate today. So give us your lock or locks. Of the week. Listen, mediocre. It, it is simple. All you have to do is go to FanDuel. If you do FanDuel, there's a boost right now for Russell Westbrook to get a triple double and to win tonight against the Cleveland Cavs. Lock it in. Throw the rent check on it. He is five away from tying Oscar and then six away from breaking that triple double mark. He's going to get it. He is on a mission. Go get some free money tonight, folks. Washington, the uh, the Wizards have been playing better of late. Yes, they have. They're in the mix for the playoffs. They are. And I'm telling you, Washington is hot right now. Go get a triple-double rust tonight. My money's on it. I wouldn't tell you if it's not. So, Okay. You know, I, I will put some shekels on that. I only have $9.34 left in the account, so we'll blow it tonight. Do it. Do it. I, I don't know if there's anything I like in the NFL draft. Have you looked at any of those? Yes, I've looked at one, and um, I'm going with the next pick for the Atlanta Falcons. And I uh, it's like plus 400 right now, I believe, for a cornerback. So I think that is a, a pretty solid lock. It is plus 430. Oh, that's a lock lock. 
I'm taking that. And if Christian Boulware, the Barmore there, is there, though, from Alabama, they go defensive tackle? Uh, I like Grady Jarrett and Marlon Davidson, uh, but you can never have enough pass rush help, i.e. Tampa Bay. So we'll see. Yeah. I love a cornerback going there, though. And that next pick, I love that. But, nah, Russell Westbrook, get you some free money tonight, folks, not to us. All right, before we get up out of here, we only have about a minute and a half or so. I'm going to look just quickly over MLB slate and see if there's anything that I want to throw out to you that I might like here. Well, if you want a, not a lock, but if you want something where you're not going to get great odds, that's you want to pick a favorite, go with the Yankees, minus a run and a half over the Tigers. Okay. Uh, Garrett Cole's on the bump against somebody named Scoball. So I'm, I'm with that. Go with uh, the favorite there with the Yankees over the Tigers. Uh, oh, wait. I have a lock of the century. Uh-oh, go ahead. You mean to tell me Ronald Acuna, if he hits a home run, is plus 330? Am He's I missing something? up against something? Robbie Ray, a lefty. Might be able to take advantage something? of that. $10 wager is $33 to win? Not bad. Yeah, it's not bad at all. Not bad at all. What else is not bad was this show. Loved it. Very good show. Loved it. Had a good time with you, Mig, as I always do on a Feel Good Friday. Thank you for having me as always. Do your thing. No Instagram Lives today, but it's okay. I want to thank uh, you. I want to thank you. You can find Mig up on Twitter at underscore Malcolm Harris. Twitter and Instagram, it's all the same. Follow him up there. Great follow. A lot of good content. And uh, he'll uh, he'll be over on Power 94 tonight, huh? Tonight, 7 o'clock. Kicking off the Friday Night House Party, 94.3 FM, Chattanooga's own. Check it out. Want to say thank you to Wells Guthrie for coming on as well. You'll hear him uh, in the next hour and the rest of the afternoon. Local program, we want to thank you, the listeners, the callers. Could not do without y'all. Enjoy the draft this weekend. Go out and watch some Chattanooga State baseball and softball. They're home this weekend, opening the playoffs. I'm going to try to be out there this afternoon. Hopefully, I'll see you there. If you do see me, say hello. I am a very friendly man. Have a great rest of the day. Weston Wap Pitch coming up next. Did you know you can get your annual mammogram on the Mary Ellen Loker Mobile Mammography Bus? No insurance? No problem. Contact the Mary Ellen Loker Breast Center at 495-4040 to discuss options for assistance. During Colored Chattanooga Pink Week, May 14th through May 21st, Pfizer is sponsoring several special mobile mammography stops at Becky.